Well, hello. Thank you again for stopping by to join me in Bible study at An Encouraged Heart. We're going to go ahead and just dive right in after a quick word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just ask that you um, will continue, Lord, to be be with us as we study your word. Please enlighten us, show us um, your truth, help us to have proper interpretation and application. We ask that you, again, would allow your spirit to move through us. Help us to see what you would have us see. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to dive right in and look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. I certainly hope that you were able to purchase the book um, that we started with previously. Again, the name of the book is Living Victoriously in Difficult Times that is written and published by Precept Ministries International. You can go on, on their website to purchase the book. Again, it's um, under $10, whether you purchase it there or on Amazon. If you do not have a book, feel free to follow along with me in your Bible. Again, we're going to look at a few passages in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. Also, as I mentioned in the previous um, episode, that uh, we're going to do some markings of Scripture, looking for keywords and phrases each time we look at the Word of God. So um, in the book that I'm using, it suggests that you simply make like a squiggly line, if you will, um, every time you come to the following words. We're looking for persecutions, afflictions, or any derivation of that word. So again, persecutions, afflictions, suffering, and just simply make a squiggly line right above those words. Okay, here we go. Verse four, therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. So you should have marked persecutions and afflictions in that verse. Verse 5. This is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment so that you will be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which indeed you are suffering. You should have marked the word suffering. Verse 6. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you. And um, you're going to mark affliction and afflict. Verse 7, and to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire. The word afflicted is also in verse 7. The last verse, verse 8, dealing our retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. So again, we just read through verse, um, verses 4 through 8 of Second Thessalonians chapter 1. Also, as I mentioned before, um, the writers of this workbook does include an insight, which is like a commentary, if you will, or more information about certain keywords and truths. So I'm going to go ahead and read to you what is listed here under the category of insight. 
Also, um, just to give you a heads up, um, the writer did refer to some Greek words, so I hope I don't mispronounce them. I will spell the words as well, so if you want to look them up yourself on the internet, feel free. Okay, let's get started. The Greek word for persecutions is diogmos, and that's spelled D-I-O-G-O-M-O-S, diogmos, which means hostile persecutions. It involves being pursued by enemies. The next word is afflictions, which is translated from the Greek word philippis, which means to crush or to squeeze. Philippis actually starts with a T-H. The spelling is T-H-L-I-P-S-I-S. Again, that's T-H-L-I-P-S-I-S. It's pronounced with a P-H sound at the beginning. Philippis, which means to, again, crush or to squeeze. It refers almost invariably to something that comes upon one from outward circumstances. The Greek word translated here... Um, we're going on to the word suffering. The other key word is pasco, P-A-S-C-H-O. Again, that's for the word suffering. The Greek word is pasco, which means to be acted upon or to be affected by some outward circumstances. Again, that spelling is P-A-S-C-H-O. The word afflict and afflicted are translated from the Greek word philibo, which means to press or to be troubled. That spelling is actually, again, T-H-I-L-B-O. And that has also that P-H sound pronounced philibo, which means to press or to be troubled. It indicates sufferings due to the pressure of circumstances or antagonism from others. To be afflicted is to be oppressed with evil. Wow. Um, Now, there are two main discussion questions for this passage that we just read, so we're going to just go ahead and look at that. Um, The first discussion question reads as follows. Look back to where you marked each of the key words in the text and discuss what these definitions reveal about the pressures that Thessalonians were enduring. Um, Well, one thing I want to start off by saying, of course, these keywords are found in um, each scripture. Um, One of them were in some cases two, but the main thing that I have pulled from this is that, I mean, these were not minor situations. It seems like um, these were not coincidental issues. These were people um, who, I guess you can say, they're enemies, people who did not know the Lord, who came up against them for um, because they were sharing the gospel. But they, the people who were um, persecuting them, they were relentless. They were, they, um, as it says here, that they were pursued. It's one thing, you know, for you to be involved or, you know, you you to be, sometimes we say, well, we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, this lets us know throughout these scriptures that um, it's almost like they were strategic and trying to bring down the Thessalonians for spreading the gospel. So that was much more than a minor interference. 
So again, um, afflictions, persecutions, um, those two words are mentioned in verse four, but it says here, even though, um, you know, they were pursued, it says here clearly that um, they persevered and they um, kept their faith in the midst of that type of um, that trouble. Also, if we look at verse five, it goes on to say that I'm going to actually go ahead and reread that because that's a very this is a very important verse as well. It says verse five, this is a plan excuse me, a plain indication, pardon me, a plain indication of God's righteous judgment so that you will be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which indeed you are suffering. Um, this tells me that, um, you know, they were found faithful. Um, you know, the, the Bible talks about um, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that comes to my mind. So, um, you know, they just began, they put all they, their trust in him. And as people say these days that they were sold out to the Lord, they, no matter what had happened, no matter what was going to happen, no matter what they heard, because again, they were warned already by um, the Apostle Paul um, that they would also face persecution. So despite that, in spite of that, because of their love, their faithfulness, um, they, they um, continued in the faith and the Lord considered them very worthy, worthy of that, worthy, it says specifically, of the kingdom of God. Um, so again, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Um, I'll put my email in the description. So if you have further thoughts, please feel free to share those. Um, I'll look at maybe one or two more words and then we can move on to the next question. Um, Let's see, another word that stands out, of course, um, would be, um, well, I, I mentioned suffering. There's afflicted, affliction. Those are found in the next couple of verses. Um, it talks about the Lord. It says the Lord will give them relief um, to you who are afflicted. So it's, it's reminding us that the Lord sees all things. He, he is our sovereign God. He is in control and he will take care of it. So not like we have to fight our battles ourselves. It's the the Holy Spirit that, of course, directs us in times of trouble. Um, he gives us strength. Um, and because of that, they're able to endure. Um, so let's move on to the next um, question. What truths did you learn from the circumstances and the example of the Thessalonians that can apply to your life? Um, once again, um, it says God will judge as worthy of his kingdom those who are found faithful. Um, and it says clearly this is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment. He is a just God. And um, he, he found the Thessalonians um, worthy to enter into his kingdom, to be a part of his kingdom, to be con considered children of God. Um, also God will repay our oppressors. We don't need to take, you know, revenge or anything like that. So the Lord, um, again, is a sovereign God. He's a just and a righteous God. Okay. So again, uh, what I like you to do, um, as far as, um, your own personal study, you may want to reread this passage, look at, um, some of the, you know, look at the two questions and kind of think to yourself, um, what can I glean from the example of the Thessalonians? Um, they were such a faithful people.
as we've read so far. So very encouraging, um, a tremendous example. So um, again, um, I hope you have the book and I hope you're um, learning a lot and um, I'm learning a lot too. I don't consider myself a Bible teacher. I consider myself a Bible student. I'm learning along with you as well. So I appreciate any comments and I'll give you my email address in the description. So feel free to contact me if you'd like to share any insights that you have. And um, my email address is very easy. It's the name of my podcast. So my email address is anencouragedheart at gmail.com. So I pray that you are well and um, I hope to um, to share with you soon and um, be blessed and have a great day or morning, evening, wherever you are in the world. I um, I just pray your blessings. That the, I pray God's blessings on you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.